وَإِذَا تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُ زَادَتْهُمْ إِيمَانًا وَعَلَى رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَكَّلُونَ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ مَوْلَانَا الْعَظِيمُ وَصَدَقَ رَسُولُهُ النَّبِيُّ الْحَبِيبُ الْكَرِيمُ ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Respected ulamai kiram, elders and brothers, when a child is conceived in the stomach of the mother, then after going through a few different phases, about four months from the time of conception, then the ruh is blown into the fetus. And then a farishta is sent, and there are four things that are written and are already predestined from the time the child is still in the stomach of the mother. The actions of that child, what actions he will do throughout his life, the lifespan, what is the lifespan of that child. Every person comes in this world with a lifespan, he's got an expiry date, he can only be there for that period of time. The risk and the rosy is written. Exactly what rosy you're going to get, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already wrote it. There's no way you're not going to get that rosy. That there's no soul that can pass away until it completes its rosy and sustenance. So that which we stress over so much and we take so much of pressure and a person has so much of anxiety for, it's already predestined what he's going to get. As well as it's also written, Shaqiyun O Sa'id, whether this child will be a wretched and unfortunate child or whether he will be a fortunate person. So from the time the child comes in the dunya, and other ulama explain it also in this way, that when the child is born, then the azan is given in the right ear and the iqamat is given in the left ear. As though that is already the azan and iqamat for the janazah namaz. That is why there's no azan and no iqamat for janazah namaz. It's just a matter of time that the janazah will be performed for that child. So this is the reality of this dunya. No person is here to stay. No person is here to remain. Every person is here to leave and go away. This is just like a like a transit lounge we are in this dunya. This is just a transitory period that we are going through. Before you know it, you will have to leave this dunya. Hassan Basri Rahmatullahi, he says that three times every day, Malakul Maut looks into every home. Every home he goes through. Allah Ta'ala blessed him with some sort of miracle for him to do that. But every day, three times he looks into that home. He just sees, is there anyone here now that the time is for me to take him? In fact, it's also mentioned that multiple times a day, Malakul Maut looks at the face of every person. Every day, Malakul Maut is coming and looking at our face. We don't know. 
We are so caught up with everything else. We are so deceived with this dunya. We are so carried away with the luxuries and comforts. You don't realize Malakul Maut is looking at your face every day multiple times. And then it's mentioned that when the time is up for a person, Malakul Maut goes and takes his ru away. All this is already planned in advance. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this universe, it runs with a lot of systems. We cannot see that system, but there's an immaculate system, you know, excellent system in place. So when the person's life is taken away, then the family members start crying. Naturally, people start crying, people start mourning, they start saying things. Then Malakul Maud addresses them. Hassan Hassan Basri Rahmatullahi mentions this. That Malakul Maud addresses the people of the home and he tells them that, see, I never decreased this man's lifespan. I never cut off his rosy and sustenance. I never took him before his time. That was his lifespan. Allah gave him that lifespan. He was only supposed to live for this period of time. And I came exactly on the appointed time and I took his rule away. And remember, I am going to come to this house over and over again. This is not my last time. This is not my last visit. I'm going to come over and over again until I'm going to take everyone from here. Everyone in this house. Everyone will have to leave one day. Hassan Basir Ali mentions that if people could only hear the message of Malakul Maut, they would forget about the deceased and they would worry about their own selves. They will stop grieving and mourning over that man, but they'll start thinking to themselves, our time, we are next. It's just a matter of time. It's a few months. It's a few years. Allah knows what is the reality. It can be a few days. It can be a few hours. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. But before I go, let me prepare myself for the time when I'm going to leave. Let me prepare myself. So when Malakul Maud comes, so I'm prepared for him to come. And he's going to come to me in a very beautiful form. Once Hazrat Ibrahim salam saw one person in his house. So he inquired, who are you? So the person said, no, I'm Malakul Maud. Said, okay, show me some sign that you're Malakul Maud, that you're truthful. So Malakul Maud told him, okay, just look in one direction. And when he turned back to this direction, he's seen a very beautiful person, you know, radiance and noor coming out. Malakul Maud said, that is my form. When I take the rule of a believer, then this is the form I come in. You can see what a beautiful form I am in. The mu'min will just see Malakul Maud. It will light up his entire heart and he'll feel so motivated. He'll be ready to go. Then he told him, okay, look in the other direction. And then when he looked back, he saw a very frightening figure, a very frightening form. Hazrat Ibrahim almost passed out. His whole body started trembling and shaking when he saw that form. And he said, that is the form. I will come in for a kafir and for a bad person. So a mu'min and a believer, he understands that he's going to have to go through that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already decided it's already his his lifespan has already been decreed he can only live for that lifespan he can't go one second beyond that lifespan and he cannot go one second before that lifespan so he prepares himself he's preparing himself all the time for the akhirat 
He's taking stock of himself. You know, a person takes stock of his business now. So many months now, how much profit we made, where were the losses, why this is not accounted for, why that is not accounted for. But more important than taking stock of your business is to take stock of your own self to see what amal have I done now? What good deeds have I done? How much am I supposed to be doing? How much have I done now? Five years ago, Ramadan, how much Quran I read? This year, how much am I reading? Am I reading more than last year? If I'm reading less, then I've got a serious problem. I've got a major problem. Last year, I have done so well. I've read so much of Quran Sharif. I spent so much of time in the masjid. But this year, I got distracted. I got swayed away. I got carried away. So a mu'min constantly, he takes stock of himself. He doesn't want to remain behind. He doesn't want to have any decrease when it comes to sawab and rewards. And remember when a believer, when he lives his life like this, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses him with a very beautiful mode. If you look into history, you'll find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless people with excellent deaths. Such a beautiful death as though the man died like the way he wanted to die. There's an old lady is in the throes of death. She's passing away. And she's speaking fluent Arabic, completely illiterate. She doesn't know Arabic, but she's speaking fluent Arabic. So they called some student or some alim, someone who knew Arabic. Just listen to what this lady is saying. So the person came closer. He heard the lady saying, that these two men are telling me, go to Jannat. Jannat is waiting for you. So this Alim is thinking now, who is this old lady? And what good deed was she doing? Outwardly seems to be an illiterate. Someone doesn't have any education. You can't see any like qualifications. So someone told him that this woman had a very beautiful habit. She had a very good habit. At the time of Azan, she'll make sure everyone is silent in the house. You know, children will be playing around, but this woman will make sure that Azan is being called out. Respect for the Azan. She'll tell them all, keep quiet. Listen to the Azan. You're supposed to be responding to the Muazzin. You're supposed to be repeating the words that he's saying. It's perhaps on account of this respect that this woman showed to the Azan that now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rest in this manner. There was a saint in India, Hazrat Mawlana Mazhar Nanotwi, Rahmatullahi. He had a habit that always he will lick his lip, always like suck his lip. So people, saintly people generally, there are certain reasons for them to do things. We normally we just do things like that. So someone was like curious to find out why this person always, he sucks his lip. So someone took the courage. Initially, he tried to not give the answer, but when the person was persistent, he told him in 1857, I was in the jihad against the British. Remember our elders, our saintly ulama and pious elders of India, they waged jihad against the British. You don't want to know the amount of oppression the British had caused to the Muslims in India. How many thousands of Qurans they burnt? How many thousands of ulama they massacred? They killed them mercilessly. 
Unfortunately, because we don't know history, we get carried away by these people. We get carried away by their sweet talks and the twang on their tongues. We get carried away, whether they're British, whether they're Americans. If you only knew how evil and how ruthless these people are, you only would want to even look at their faces, let alone emulate them and follow them in anything. But again, yeah, as I mentioned, even unfortunately, the history in the education system is a very selective, very biased and a distorted version of history that they teach it. Our children also, you think they're learning history, they're not learning any history. The history that they're supposed to learn is this history. You're supposed to teach them who are the enemies so that when they make decisions in their lives, they will know who to look at. They will look at pious ulama, they will look at pious believers and they will emulate their footsteps and they will take their rulings from them. So this Buzurk was present in the Jihad and he says that he was struck by a bullet. Many great people were also martyred. Remember believers, they never fright to die. A believer is always in the forefront. He desires for Shahada. I must, I must be blessed with martyrdom. They're not frightened. Believers are very courageous people and don't ever be frightened and don't be intimidated and don't let anyone put you down because no one can take your life before your time. So when it is your time to leave this world, you will leave this world. So he says, I was struck with a bullet and I passed out. I fell unconscious. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened up the whole scene now of the other realm, the Qabr, the whole scene of that realm. As I said, we're only looking at this dunya here. We don't realize that there's a whole other new world that is there. Only when we close our eyes, you will see that world. And the Hoors, what a beautiful sight, such beautiful woman. What a beautiful spectacle. They're going around with trays and with goblets that's got some sharbat in it and they're going and giving the martyrs to drink that these people they just gave their lives now they passed away in the path of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and one who comes towards my direction and she ex takes the goblet and she puts it by my mouth when another whore just comes and pulls her away and tells her no this man has not yet passed away he's still living he's not yet a martyr it's not his time as yet and one drop of that sherbet just fell on my lip until this day i can still get that same sweetness i got at that time that sweetness i cannot describe it i never drank something like that my entire life so this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses the believers. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the believers. Allah blesses the believers. He gives them a beautiful mode as much as naturally every person has a type of fear for death in his heart. People are afraid. In fact, sometimes it's difficult to even speak about death. Sometimes people tell you, Ma, don't talk about death because we get frightened. So it's natural. People have got this fear. But when we look at the comforts of Jannah, when we look at the luxuries of Jannah, when we look at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept in store for us, then we'll realize that Tuhfatul Mu'mini al the gift of a believer is death. That is a gift for him. And Allah Ta'ala wants to gift him. Allah Ta'ala takes him away from this dunya. This dunya is a place of suffering. It's a place of difficulty. It's a place of hardship. A mu'min is tested. Remember, you will be tested over and over again. According to your faith, you are tested. The stronger the faith, the stronger the test, the stronger the iman, the stronger the test of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allah is going to test you. He's telling you in the Quran Sharif that he's going to test you. 
But then the rewards also are excellent. The rewards are great. The rewards are beyond our imagination. So respected friends, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with this Mubarak month. We don't know whether we will see next Ramadan or not. We don't know whether we will see the end of Ramadan or we will not see. No one has got any guarantees. So let us value every single moment of this month. Let us take maximum benefit, maximum reward. Let us make this the best Ramadan of our lives. Already half, almost half down. Before you know it, the Ramadan will be finished. Let us make that intention now if we never made it already. That inshallah, these remaining days, we're going to make it the best Ramadan, the most amount of ibadat. We're going to exert ourselves. We're going to turn our hearts to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Start out at the time of Sehri. You're waking up for Sehri. You're physically preparing yourself for that day. You're having some meals. Some people are taking medication. Some people maybe require some, some tonics or some vitamins. Spiritually prepare yourself for that day by performing a few rakats of Tahajjud Namaz. You know Tahajjud Namaz, the pious people of the past, they were very, very particular of reading Tahajjud Namaz. There were some saints from the time they came of understanding till the time they passed away, they never missed one Tahajjud. You had that type of saints in this dunya also. Not talking about Fajr, not one Tahajjud they missed. There were certain saints for 30 years, 40 years consecutively, they read Isha and Fajr with the same wuzu. Whole night they were making ibadat. So there were people who made ibadat the whole night. We may not have that strength. We may not have that energy. But the month of Ramadan is an ideal opportunity. You are waking up for Sehri. All it means is wake up a few minutes earlier. A person wakes up a few minutes earlier. He makes his wudu. He goes to the toilet. He eats his Sehri. And then he reads a few rakats of Tahajjud Namaz. That is a time when Allah Ta'ala is accepting duas. That is a time when Allah's special Rahmat is coming in the over this earth that is a time now for us to extend our hands to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to beg of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cry before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there's no one else for you in life besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remember as much as people may want to help you only Allah is there for you it is only Allah that can assist you it is only Allah that can protect you it is only Allah that can guide you it is only Allah that can provide for you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah alone turn your heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah loves those tears remember those tears are coming down as your tears fall down Allah's rahmat is coming rushing towards you Allah's mercy is coming towards you there's a problem you may think now that there's no solution for this problem where am I going to find a solution for this problem Allah has got no limitations there's nothing difficult for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah can solve any problem. Within seconds, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can solve the problem. Allah can give shifa. Within seconds, you read in the lives of the pious people. Sometimes they just lifted up their hands. They just made dua. And instantly, they seen the results of the dua. Hazrat Abdullah bin Mubarak Rahmatullahi was going somewhere. He saw a blind man. He felt sorry for the man. He lifted his hands. He made dua. Allah give this man shifa. Instantly, the man got shifa. He started seeing again. So this this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's power. The problem is we have got this limitations within ourselves. We have got this 
narrow-mindedness. We have not understood Allah's greatness. So that tahajjud now, let's take advantage. Throughout the day, every namaz, try and be in the masjid. A lot of people started off performing salah in the month of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, till now, they're very punctual with this salah. So who knows, through the barakat of this month, just this one month, do it properly. The barakat and blessings will remain throughout the year. So let us try and perform every salah in jamaat with the first saf, with takbir ula. Let us be there early for every namaz, every taraweeh. I mustn't miss one taraweeh. Allah is giving me 40 more opportunities, 40 more sajdas to get his closeness, to get his proximity. Let me listen to every letter, every harf. That barakat is will penetrate to my heart. It will penetrate to my bloodstream. That nur will come into me by listening to the Quran Sharif. So let me do that and throughout the day, as much as tilawat as possible, Ramadan is the month of the Quran Sharif, as much as tilawat as possible, even if you don't, you cannot sit down and read while you are walking, read Surah Ikhlas, Kul read 10 times, 20 times, 50 times, 100 times, as much as you can read, the more you read, the more reward you get, the more closer you become to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a lot of zikr, a lot of istifar, a lot of la ilaha illallah, a lot of dua, a lot of charity. This is a month of generosity. So we be generous, whatever is within your capacity, even if it is just to give someone a loaf of bread, to give someone a few dates, to give someone uh, some milk, whatever is within your capacity. This is a month of generosity. It is a month of sharing. Let us show that generosity to our Muslim brothers. Inshallah, if we will we will pass this Ramadan in the correct manner. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will accept our duas. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it a means of forgiving our sins. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring about favorable conditions for the ummah throughout the world. Let us not forget the ummah. The people throughout the world, wherever they are Muslims, they are suffering. Let us make dua for every single Muslim. Inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with the barakat and the blessings of the month of Ramadan. And may Allah make this our best Ramadan and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with many more Ramadans so that we can get his proximity and his closeness wa akhiru da'wana Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله أكبر 
الحمد لله الكبير المتعال ذي البطش الشديد والقوة والجلال له العزة وحده والكمال متفضل على عباده بالعطاء والنوال له الخلق والأمر وإليه المرجع والمآل أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ولا مثال وأشهد أن محمدا عبد الله ورسوله كريم السجايا علي الخصال قال فصدق حين قال وفعل فكان فعله خير مثال فصلوات الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه والآل ومن سار على طريقه واتبع هداه في كل حين وحال وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد فيا إخوتنا في التوحيد أوصيكم ونفسي بالتقوى في موسم تتجلى فيه معالم التقى ويتحلى المؤمنون من سنوف العبادة بأبهى الحلا فقد شرع الله تبارك وتعالى عبادة الصيام لتحقيق ذلك المعنى فقال تبارك وتعالى في محكم تنزيله كلمات بينات يا أيها الذين آمنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون أياما معدودات فشدوا بحبلها وثاق قلوبكم واغسلوا بمعينها أدران ذنوبكم فإنها العروة الوثقى والوزر الأوقى والمدرج الأرقام واعلموا رحمكم الله أن الله تبارك وتعالى فضل هذا الشهر على سائر الشهور فمنزلة شهر رمضان في الشهور بمنزلة الربيع من الزمان وبمنزلة الجوهد النفيس من التيجان فعلينا أن نغتنم هذه الفرصة قبل فوت الأوان فإنه تمر, فإنه إنه تمر بنا بسرعة لا تدركه العقول فلله در قائل إذ الروض أصبح مجذبا في ربيعه ففي أي حين يستنير ويخسب أخيرا أسأل الله تعالى أن يوفقنا لما يحب ويرضى وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين حمد النبارئ الأنام ثم الصلاة والسلام ما ناح في دوح حمام على الرسول العربي وعلى آله وصحبه ومن تلا من حزبه سبيله في حبه على ممر الحكب وبعد فقد قال تبارك وتعالى في محكم تنزيله إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى وأصدقهم حياء عثمان رضي الله تعالى وأقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله 
رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي من أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم أيد الإسلام وأنصاره وأدل الشرك وأشراره اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى اللهم اجعل البلد آمنا مطمئنا سخاء رقاء وسائر بلاد المسلمين عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وإنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعدكم لعلكم تذكرون قال الله تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله هيا على الصلاة هيا على الصلاة هيا على الفلاح هيا على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ويسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين 
قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تباركت هذا الجلال والإكرام ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم توفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة عين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين